to the flip side podcast where we talk everything upside down and inside out and today i've got a polish sister on the podcast i'm so excited this is lauren rozak rhymes with prozac she's the happy polish pill she told me and i absolutely love that so lauren we've been trying to make this happen for months because we've always like had a little bit of connection i think met through kylie's class maybe through twitter before i don't really know how our paths yeah. have crossed but we've been vibing for months and I'm glad that we can finally do this. Yeah, totally. I'm super stoked to be on here and to talk with another Polish sister friend. <laughs> so no, it's just really cool, you know, through GG33 and the angel course and everything like that, Kundalini with Kylie and everything that no matter what the paths were going to cross. So yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah. And obviously, if if anybody listening has been listening for a while, they know that I do have a lot of people that are like GG33 connects or Kylie's class <laughs> connects. But it, it is fun because right. everybody in those those spaces has so much to share. So it's it's so cool so how that true. happened. Yeah. Yeah. No, I absolutely love it. It's just like, uh, you know, you're drawn to certain things for a reason. And then you kind of just mesh with people. And then you find, yeah, you find your people through these different avenues, right. which is really cool. Mm. So I want to, I want to ask you too, since you are in these spaces, what was your mm -hmm. first initial, you know, kind of jumping point into these spaces? Like, were you raised, you know, into these spiritual things or did you find yourself kind of like randomly finding it or how, what is your story like? So I actually was um, born and raised Catholic in Buffalo, New York, um, come from a very Catholic, Polish Catholic family. Um, so that for me was my main, that was my main belief growing up was the Catholic religion. And then, um, in my twenties, I kind of always felt like there was more. Um, I just had a lot of things happen when I was younger, just like, um, uh, I don't want to call them like mediumship things, but I would see things. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it just kind of, I remembered those and people in my family would remember those specifically like my mom or my babysitter when I was growing up and they would remind me of these stories. And usually like at a certain age, you kind of shush that, like yeah. not to scare the kids or anything like that when they're growing up. But um, the stories still kind of kept coming up. And I'm like, there's a reason for that. And uh, my 20s, I was very sick. And um, I started getting into meditation and just the holistic health side of things. And um, still, you know, very Catholic at this point, but um, being pulled in a different avenue to kind of conjoin spirituality with being religious. And so, I kind of have the common threads that are within both that I've conjoined. And that's kind of where I come from today. Um, it actually, you know, turning, turning to spirituality and the holistic side of medicine and everything, like I stated, I was really super sick in my twenties. I'm now in remission from, so, Amazing. you know, yeah. And it's from a disease that not a lot of people go into remission from, um, it was lupus. I could, I have no problem, <laughs> you know, stating oh, wow. that, but yeah, it's, uh, it was pretty intense. And so the meditation led to me looking into, you know, raindrop therapy, flower essences, all the woo woo stuff that we're told not to look into, especially in the Catholic religion, but, um, finding out that that was actually though going through that besides like Western medicine stuff was actually what put me into remission. Wait, that's so, so wild. Cause you're right though. People don't think that they can be cured from lupus. Yeah. And there's a lot of people um, that I've talked to who have been diagnosed and they're like, how the heck did you do that? And let me just say, like, I'm 
super grateful. Like I've almost passed three times. So in my lifetime, and it's just one of those scenarios where I'm so grateful to even like be sitting here today, having this conversation and, you know, any knowledge that I have that I know helped place me into remission, um, besides God or, you know, my higher self, everything that worked to get me on that path, um, is huge to me. And I have no problem relaying that information to people um, because I I don't want people to suffer from that in any way, shape or form, yeah. whether they find remission or just a ton of relief. Um, you know, that was mainly what got me, yeah, on this path of just diving into the woo-woo stuff that you're really not told to dive into. And it's hysterical because my um my great grandmother, we just found a book of like, well, my grandmother has this book of hers. It was a numerology book. Oh, and we're wow. talking like this was in the thirties. Wow. This was in the thirties and forties. And she was Catholic. And um it was numerology stuff, uh, dreams, you know, dream interpretations, all this cool stuff that back then you were shunned from really looking at or talking about. And to know now <laughs> that I'm her great granddaughter who now can look into this freely. Yeah. Um, and yeah, some people are a little like, that's really weird, Lauren. And I'm just like, well, I think it's cool. And it shows proof to me. So, you know, yeah. it's, you just got to remain open-minded, especially these days. I love how mm-hmm. she was a little bit rebellious. You know, yeah, like I'm gonna just like, yeah, let me just hide this totally (laughs) right. And it's funny because, um, my grandmother was the one who was like, My mother had this book and that book, and I'm like, You know, it's funny how that comes down the lineage like that and ancestral wise. But I think if you're, um, maybe you're not meant to find it in your lifetime, but that doesn't mean that it can't come back around to someone who's born during a time maybe where it is more accepting, where it will come around again and you can dive deeper into it because it's all about gaining knowledge down here. I feel as a soul and you bring it back up with you when you're done and you know, you expanded your horizon in that aspect. Yeah. Um, So I don't know, but once I heard that connection, I was like, Oh man, (laughs) you know, I can't, I can't unhear. I can't unsee that. Um, so yeah, if, it's, yeah. if it's helpful, I don't see how it's a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. totally. Mm. So with all of this, um, you know, coming into this place of remission, um, mm. what's something I know you, this was probably like a really long list of things that helped you, but, um, what's something that somebody wouldn't know about that really helped? Like, is it a specific herb? You, you kind of talked about like rain, teachings and I've rain. never actually heard about rain. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't remember. Yeah. So what I really did first was, um, like I said, I started just doing guided meditations, um, just to bring some peace on the inside to just, cause you want to lower inflammation. That's a huge thing with lupus. Yeah. Um, so I really went with meditation first and I had a mentor. Um, cause like I said, when I was younger, I had like a little medium thing going on when I was younger and kind of came back around after my mom unfortunately passed away and I needed someone to help me navigate that and um, it was a mentor of mine who knew what I was going through and she just opened up my world to everything spiritual and holistic medicine wise Um, so there was you know raindrop therapy Um, I had it done once and that was pretty cool, but I was willing to try anything at that point. Yeah. Um, what that really has to do with, I'm not totally 100% sure. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I know that there were like, uh, different types of herbs and I think essential oils involved. Um, but that is all I recall from that time frame. Um, the one thing that, uh, helped a lot was the turmeric or the curcumin extract. That was huge. Um, yeah. Cause it, 
that helps shut down inflammation big time. I went vegan for three years um, to help with inflammation. And then the big turnaround, and I went into remission six weeks after I did two rounds of this. It's actually called flower essences. And it's, it's through um, the vibration of different flowers. Okay. I know I'm throwing people for a whirl here. <laughs> no, I love it. I've never but, heard of this. I love this. I yeah. love something new. There was only two people, I believe, in the Western New York area where I'm from that did it at that point in time. The one that I had it from now lives in Florida. This is the mentor I was speaking about. But um, basically, they can look at a picture of you. So they can do it through visual or through muscle testing. And, um, you kind of take your ego out of it because they literally ask your body, like what you need and by your arm, either going down or up, it lets you know if it's a yes or no. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms. When you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Of what it's needed. And then a tincture is made and you are drinking this tincture and you have breakthroughs. You have breakthrough days. Um, I went for blood work six weeks after, and this was after like 10 plus years of having this disease to the point where it was severely in like doing stuff to my system, my brain, Mm -hmm. lungs, heart, everything. Um, It literally (laughs) within six weeks I went for blood work and my inflammation rate had gone down to the point where it was no longer showing inflammation in my body. That's so so cool. Yeah, I'm so happy yeah. for you. <laughs> no, I am. Believe me, it was in a way I kind of felt like it was a karmic kind of disease that came on me there. I don't know if it was from the past lifetime or what it was, but I knew that this was something I had the choice to work and I had to work hard in yeah. order to get over. But once the pieces fell into place, I was like, once I know what it's like to have that now, and I will do everything yeah. I need to in order to remain. Um, in this state right? remission. Yeah. What's so cool too, what's so cool too is like when you find something that works or kind of that moment, regardless of whatever it is, um, whether you're dealing with um, an illness or just trying to maybe even manifest something or finding peace for the first time through Kundalini Mm. or meditation or whatever it is. I love how you said that once you found this, you were going to do everything to keep it because it unlocks something in your brain that is, I can't describe the feeling of mm-hmm. like the belief, you know, when you go from oh, like, I just hope this works like anything, you know, my whole yeah. life, like, why would this be the thing that works for me? And then all of a sudden it works and you see that validation in your reality and you're like, oh my God, there's something so much more than me here. Oh, like that initial it's- mark. Yeah, it's, um, no. And I, I really think that, you know, to remain in remission, you know, I was searching for Kundalini, like I was searching for a teacher and I couldn't find one. And then I was one of the first 22 Kylie was messaging from her hair shop. We're both (laughs) OGs. Yeah, we're total OGs. And, um, it's, it's funny. They say, you know, uh, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. So I was ready, but it just, it had, it had to come in for me and, you know, I will continue to do the karma clearing, all of that, that we've learned, um, because it's a tool that we now have, and it's a big tool for me, you know, um, but who would think, you know, that oh, this person's doing it for that reason. And, <laughs> you know, but it's, those things are out there to have in your back pocket, to always right. be able to go back to if need be. Right. So, it's pretty rad stuff. Oh, it. it is so rad. <laughs> it's so, it's, mm-hmm. it's wild to see something validated 
in a 3D mm-hmm. form that only like, you know, it's different too when it's like something that nobody else want, knows that you want, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. And then yeah. you're like, whoa, okay. Yeah. I can't really talk to anybody about how that just appeared, but yeah, yeah, you know, no, you're- and that is so true. Like there are very, I have friends that I know I can speak with this stuff about. And then there I have friends that I know that I'm like, oh, our interests are this. Uh-huh. And then there's like your coworkers. And then, you know, there's just, I have people in my life that are in many different forms and into different things. Yeah. And, but I have every, I have things in common with all of them. So, yeah, you know, all these commonalities are out there, but I think, you know, what, what really pushed me too was when my mom passed, she was so young oh. and I didn't want that for myself. And I was like, she did everything possible to make sure, um, you know, she stayed around long mm-hmm. enough for us. And I'm like, well, I'm younger and I should honestly do the same. It would be so silly of me to give up. Yeah. Or just say that there's nothing else out there when I haven't tried anything else out there. Right. You know? Yeah, it does take a lot of program, like deprogramming to make yourself believe like the possibility is out there. Because where the problem is, the the solution is never going to be on the same level as the problem. They mm-hmm. can't exist, right? So you have to be able to look even bigger than the bigger picture. I don't even want to say the bigger picture. You just have to look, you know, to like limitless things that are out there. Even if they seem woo woo, you just have to go for it. Especially if you feel like it's tugging at your heart to go that way. Yeah. You know, I love that reminder where it's the solution is never going to be at the same level as the problem. Cause I, we humans get very stuck there myself included, you know, uh, many times I can't say that like, sometimes I still don't accidentally fall in that trap in my own mind. And then mm-hmm. you're like, okay, relax, you know, and reprocess this. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. you do have to change where you're at if you're being triggered. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. You have, I mean, it doesn't, it makes complete sense that it wouldn't be on the same level. Yeah. Like, I love that. And it's so simple. Most of the things that change my life are so simple. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. And then it's like, oh, we forgot about the simple thing. We're trying to overcomplicate yeah. it over here. <laughs> we we overcomplicate everything down here. We really, we really do, honestly. Um, <laughs> our our jobs, like everything. It's it's funny, but we have a tendency to, and I mean, I even do. So I'm, I'm preaching, (laughs) but at the same time, I have to remind my own self, but at least we're able to recognize like, yeah, you know, we really do have a tendency to overthink, (laughs) make things really chaotic when it doesn't need to be, but we do it anyways. So it's just, it's, the joys of being down here I guess (laughs) yeah it's that funny thing okay tell me if this happens to you otherwise I might I mean I I probably sound crazy most of the time anyway but I don't really care (laughs) Um, doesn't sound crazy to me girl (laughs) at all it's my normal (laughs) right but I Mm -hmm. feel like do you feel like and not in a multiple personalities type of way so I just want to clarify that to people listening but like you know when you catch yourself (laughs) in those like lower states of consciousness and then yeah when you do figure that out the solution or you get Mm. to that you know more calm place you're like oh like someone else was doing that like somebody else was stuck in like the human the human human part of my brain was reacting but like my soul was out of the picture for a minute Mm -hmm. and it's like I had to recalibrate and I was like who did that (laughs) that was the human yeah it's that is so true you know but I'm, it's so funny. Like we can laugh at that, but in the moment we can get so upset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yep. why are we not like on the same page right now at the same exact time? Right. <laughs> you know? Um, but it's one of those situations again, where it's like, yeah, man, we're down here to, we're down here to learn. And you're going to have those moments where things just aren't caught up on the same wavelength as they're supposed to be in 
I mean, just because we have this information or, you know, like I said, these tools in our back pocket, there's still going to be more we're going to be gaining and we're not done. Yeah, (laughs) We are so, we are so human down here. It's, you know, but that's the joys of it. And we should enjoy making, I don't want to say enjoy making those mistakes, but I mean, as long as you learn from them, then the point was made. Everything becomes really funny after that. There's like life is hysterical. (laughs) Life is literally the most funny thing that can happen. We can laugh about it now, but I'm on the fact of like in that moment that was that did not that hurt. That did not feel good in any way, shape, or form in my life at all. (laughs) But yeah. (laughs) I'm glad I'm not alone. I'm glad I'm not alone Mm -mm. in this situation. No, Um, not at all. But I want to say, I'm sorry, multiple, you're like multiple personalities. I'm like, no, that's just how we, that's just, that's just us. That's just, (laughs) See, that's why I love to talk to people on this platform that like, you know, I know that I'm going to be able to say that, but if I were to go, yeah, if I were to able, if I were to go say, (laughs) at work at the lunch table hi does anybody else <laughs> kind of feel like right? there's like five of you right <laughs> who knows hey, um do you ever have those moments where you uh no we don't Alex. Oh, yeah or okay. someone else is acting for you they're gonna be like yeah. oh, whoa there <laughs> like yeah okay you have to think you have to like thank that person though yeah yeah you do you do yeah. Because it's like, oh, if, if she wouldn't have done that, I probably wouldn't have that knowledge under my belt right now. Yeah. You know, or that yeah. humble moment. <laughs> and for so, me, and for me, mm. at least maybe through all of this, you know, the, the meditation and the really learning how to wrap my mind around what I feel and what I want and all of those things. What I've noticed, at least for like the last year or so, is that yeah. the other person is acting like that sounds sorry, the other part, but that part of me, <laughs> Lord, that other part of me is it's like I'm acting with myself. Like I'm not, I'm now not doing it outside of myself. Whereas before mm. these earlier versions of me, maybe like something would trigger me and then I would it would cause a reaction that was outward. But I'm noticing that it's like all inward now, and that's been mm. wild because I'm able to catch it, but it's like yeah dude, what the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. stop it. <laughs> yeah. So it's you one feel... step forward. <laughs> no, that's, that, uh, so true because we pe- were able to peel back the layers now and see at the core where it was like coming out from mm-hmm. his kid is kids or teenagers or anything like that. We're so into, you know, oh God, like drama in high school or yeah. You know, um, there's so many other things going on that I almost think it takes you, it, you have to become older yeah, in order yeah. to yeah. have the time and the wisdom and just um, the things that are brought to you in life. Like, for, like again, Kundalini Yoga, <laughs> it keeps on coming back to that. Um, but those are one of the things where it provides you with the stuff. It's going to come up. It's going to yeah. come up and you're going to have to see it. You're going to have to look at it. And if you want to make sure that you don't have to go through it again in another form or it doesn't come back around again, um, karmic wise or not, then you're going to have to look at it. But it is so worth it when you do the work and you're finally able to stop it from happening again. And being that person who is just like, like, for instance, I'm not going to say it. I'm not saying this from like an ego state, but you know being the person in the family that is really into, you know, numerology, astrology, kundalini yoga, you know, doing all this stuff that is still not super mainstream in any way, shape or form, but wanting it because, you know, if it'll make you defeat the ancestral karma or anything Mm -hmm. that's coming through you, because it's passed on to you. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where like my mother, when she was born already had her eggs in her that were going to become myself. Right. 
Right. I so, forgot about that. Your eggs are in your grandma or the you're in your grandma. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And exactly. And that's where it comes in where it's just like a lineage wise. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to be the black sheep of the family, if you want to call it that, <laughs> that is instead of doing what everyone is supposed to do or like have kids by this age, get married by this age, not in that order, but whatever, um, you know, have this job, you know, do this, this, that, and the other thing, because that's what the perfect picture looks like. Um, and I'm not the one who's going to do that. I'm completely okay with that because I know I'm doing this for my bloodline and, you know, anyone that was derived or I'm connected to in any way, shape or form. Um, I want to be able to defeat that. So (laughs) it doesn't have to come back in any way, shape or form. And it may be a lot of work, but to me, it's worth it. I can totally relate to that. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. There are so many things that by my age now, my family members have done, you know, all of those things. It's, it's age is literally, it's just a demographic. Like it's something like, yes, we have a birthday, but at the same time, it's like, I know people who are in their sixties and seventies who are looking young, feeling fabulous. Mm -hmm. And you wouldn't even like it literally, it's just a number. You put the number down on an application, like you don't let it define you. (laughs) I feel younger now than I ever did in my twenties. Same. I really, I do too. I, um, yeah, I think it's one of those things where you, I think I've just learned to take care of myself too and just let go of stuff that used to weigh you down that doesn't anymore. Yeah. And it's just like, you can breathe a little deeper and you know, what's really important. And I'm sure maybe when I'm 50, I'll be like, Oh wow. What I thought at 36 is not important. Like, you know, there's, yeah. we're still going to grow from the ages. That yeah. We're at. yeah. And so it's just, there's always room for growth. And I hope that I will continue to be as open-minded yeah, and continue to grow in that way. Still at that age. I, I agree. Cause I can't remember what age supposedly and this is where i also tend to another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Kind of discredit almost all things I read at this point, mm. science-wise or people's experiences um, that are going to tell me, oh, by this age, you're going to be like this. Because I remember, you know, turning 30, people were like, your metabolism is going to be shit. You're going to feel <laughs> awful all the time. Yeah. And it's like, I I think I had way more issues in my 20s, you know? And then, like, mm-hmm. I was able to, you know, fix a lot of health problems there. Um, but yeah. I, I know they also say, like, by the time you're this age, it's going to be like that. And um, one of the things that they say is that you're going to become so rigid and in your you know, state of beliefs and routines that you're going to just like close your mind off to things. And it's like, that's just what happens. And I'm like, God, like, I really hope that that's not. Like, yeah. I, you know, uh, that's the one. I Yeah. I mean, and there are, there are those people who, um, and there's nothing against them. That's supposed to, how it's supposed to be for them in this lifetime. Yeah. Um, <laughs> excuse me. I think the opportunity for growth is always there. It's whether you want to meet it or not. Right. Um, like you'll have, um, you know, you'll have opportunities in life where it's asking you to grow and it'll throw you so many different curveballs. and like, Hey, we're asking you to grow and then you don't do it. And then a complete, I call it a tower moment. Yeah. Um, and I call it a tower moment because in tarot, you have the tar- the tower card and it's surprise events. And some things like people will have a tower moment in their life and they're like, why is this happening? Well, there are these little tiny moments adding up, showing you that, hey, it's time to grow. Hey, this, mm-hmm. you know, but it's, you weren't, 
hearing the call or you, you know, you weren't picking up the phone. And, um, so it's like when life or God is asking you to grow or start a new chapter or whatever you want to call God. Um, it's, it's one of those things where you can answer the phone, even though you don't want to at that moment and maybe possibly have a smoother transition of change, or you're going to have a huge moment that comes in and shakes your whole world. And that's the thing is, you know, some people glide through life, you know, I'm not saying completely unscathed, but, um, you know, at the same time, there's, I think there's the choice to always evolve and to not evolve. And, um, it's, yeah, it's up to the person whether they want to do that or not. Yeah. You can become super fixed in your ways. But I, I have a hard time believing that may be me. I know, <laughs> I mean, right? Something, I mean, I am a four-life path. I like routine. <laughs> but at the same time, I like, um, no, I, I mean, I don't mind, you know, a shake-up here and there. That'll, especially yeah. if it's going to provide me more knowledge or wisdom or shock yeah. my intelligence and IQ up to a whole nother level. <laughs> that would be awesome. But yeah. yeah. I I definitely can reminisce on some tower moments that I've had. And, you know, one of them being where you just wouldn't let it happen or, you know, like you just do not want that tower moment to happen. So you're like resisting and resisting and then everything else gets harder and harder. I had one of those. I learned how to kind of wake up from that and be like, okay, like next, if this happens again, like let it happen. Because what I recognized from that lesson was anytime something that seems drastic or uh, earth shattering that's really dramatic um everything always got better you know yeah and in a way that I couldn't understand at the time so that was a huge lesson um and it's it's piggybacking off of what you said because yeah you can you can sit there and you'd be like no and you're trying to like pick up the tower and put it back together and then you're like maybe I should just move on and make a new tower (laughs) yeah no that and that yeah exactly that's what it really does come down to because you working against what's supposed to naturally fall away yeah is just you preventing the inevitable yeah. Like it's already, it's already on your path. I mean, I don't know. In, in a way, I kind of feel like this path is kind of mapped out for us in life. And there are certain things that um, we're going to have to go through. Mm-hmm. We, it's, it's like a soul contract you sign up for and you're down here and you're experiencing them. And yet, because we're down here and we're human, we're thinking like we have this way of controlling everything. Yeah. <laughs> and um in in some ways, shapes and forms, we can control our reaction yeah. to how those things are going to affect us. Um, do we have a way of controlling how things are going to come in to a point maybe, but not 100 percent Something I kind of toy with. Yeah. Um, are we powerful? Yeah, I think we're pretty powerful beings down here. But at the same time, there's always something bigger than us, (laughs) Yeah, you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So the last episode I did, um, Juma, he said this quote that I just feel like you would really like right now in reference to what we're talking about, but he said, words are spells and we're all irresponsible witches. And I just thought that was like the coolest sentence ever. I was like, wow. Yep. (laughs) It's so cute. (laughs) That's, that's so true. And, um, you know, it is like, I practice affirmations and everything like that and have my gratitude time every morning. And, um, it's true because it sets the tone for the whole day and how I interact in my job and just with everyone. Um, that is so true. And it makes you want to be more mindful (laughs) of what, of what words you use, how you're using them. Um, you know, it's, it's funny. Like there was a friend of mine who was always like, I'm old. And I'm like, don't say you're old. Yeah. Like, stop saying that. I didn't view her as old because I could see her energy and it's just like, no, you're pretty jovial. But, but I was like, when you're in, when you're 
putting it out there. What do you connect with the word old, like aging, illness, sometimes passing, you know, and I'm thinking ahead, like, nah, I still feel pretty vibrant. Even when I was sick recently, I was just kind of like, no, this is just my body's healing and I'm getting through it, but (laughs) you know, but it's so true. We should, um, but I still have moments. I clearly catch myself, you know, I don't think it's ever something we're going to be completely able to master, like what's coming out of our mouth. (laughs) Um, 100%, but it's like, I could be more mindful of like the language I use or how I'm wording things. But 100% Joe's correct on that. (laughs) This this sounds so bad, but I'll just admit something right now. But I also, I've just been a little bit, not exhausted in a bad way in life, but because I finally am kind of like, okay, I need to, I really want to get my work life to a certain level. And I really want to do all these things that I haven't really figured out how to maybe implement my social life back in as it was before because there was just a lot more time to dedicate to friends and conversations and and everything yeah. and so um but you know going back to saying certain words and knowing that now like our words are powerful I'll start to like purposefully I've, I've started to purposefully um, isolate myself because I've started to learn this knowledge and notice that if I just go any place, I'm going to be saying some stuff that I really don't want. You know, like when you're just having like some <laughs> weird small talk conversations and you're like, oh yeah, oh, yeah, that's pretty crazy. You know, like when people are bringing up things that they're like outraged about or whatever and you're like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's wild. And then I'm like, oh. right now I haven't figured out how to like you do know, both at the same time do both where Coincide. it's like yeah yeah where it's like because I, I love you know I, I don't feel that way when I'm hanging out with my loved ones or talking on this podcast or yeah. whatever it is and like really yeah. being in control of who I'm having conversations with but when you're just like dealing with the random conversations I'm not I'm I have never figured out how to be that person who like can ignore somebody who comes up to talk to me you know people like random mm-hmm. you know I always have like the homeless man at the corner that I, I was like, I'm sorry, mm. I, was, I was gone for an hour because I was listening to him, you know. And those are sometimes some of my favorite conversations. But yeah, yeah, I hope that this is making sense. But because I found that whole like words are powerful thing, I'll start to notice that if I'm in certain areas and around certain groups too often, and it's like I'll start to kind of feel like, oh, I started, I'm like attracting some things into my life that I just don't want to deal with right now. Like if people are worried mm-hmm. about their their money or, you know, just kind of those things. Like I'm like, I can't really deal with it right now. And I just, I'm working out the kinks of that, but yeah, that's kind yeah. of just where I'm at these days. No, that, that makes a lot of sense. There's, um, you know, <sighs> I have conversations with, you know, my friends who either really will get my, far outside <laughs> like um randomness <laughs> and then I have friends that are like okay I'm confused I'm lost I have no idea where we're going with this um in any way shape or form and I used to feel like super like oh shoot maybe I should have held back or oh yeah, I, I used said to feel more. like that too yeah or like wow I said more in that conversation than they did but I, at the same time now see that as like me being insecure of yeah. like, you know what, I'm just at a point now where I'm like, listen, this is me. Yeah. And, but at the same time, I also hear you on the fact of, you know, um, if you're around certain people who may be in lack mindset, if you want to call it that, um, where right now it's super important to have an abundant mindset, especially, um, it's no, it can rub off on you, but at the same time, if you're just listening and taking it in and you know, it's not yours, right. Then it's just, it's knowing that this isn't mine. This isn't mine. Yeah. And, but I, you do, you feel it's like a, I don't know if it's a slowness or just like a, you can feel yourself going to a different level. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, you mm. re- thank you. You read my mind. I it's because you have the medium gifts. <laughs> <laughs> it's really just I understand people. <laughs> yeah, it's really. No, I have been there. I've been yeah. there. It's, it's really more of like it's a lot of like cleansing work afterwards. Like it's not you know where it's like I I've kind of learned how to detach from the other things. Whereas before I used to be like all of it's mine. I'm going to take mm-hmm. it and I'll nurse it for you. Uh, right. Oops, oh my God. Agree that's to so that. <laughs> yeah. That's Alex, you, you literally just made a definition of my life um, <laughs> because that's exactly how I used to be too. I'm so, no, I'm very empathetic and I want to be there. Like I will, and I will be able to be there. I'm able to be yeah. there more because I'm able to be of service to others, which yeah. I'm grateful for now. Um, but I didn't have the tools. <laughs> now same. I didn't have the tools to like know that this isn't my stuff. I'm listening. Yeah. And I'm hearing you. And I will be there for you in any way, shape, or form that you need me to be, as long as I can make sure that I'm 100 percent right good. Like right. my cup runneth over. If my cup run ain't running over, I'm being a hermit and I'm going into introvert mode. Yeah. And you can find me in my apartment. You can knock on my door. I can't promise I'm going to answer <laughs> you. This <laughs> is why. This is why we've been friends. Because we like can get each other. So for the listeners too, just by the way, like for months we've just been like, eh. You want to run an episode today? And we're kind of like, eh. <laughs> never really feeling Some, something always came up, and it was just. Like whether you were having a moment in life or I was having a moment in life and it just, the timing was off, but I still knew that like, no, it's going to happen. It just needs to align, you know, with divine timing, things do come to fruition. We put it together, but it's like some things needed to happen because some things we're talking about right now hadn't happened when we, if we would have first scheduled. So it's it's funny, but I think it's just really cool too, how you'll just like, you've opened this platform up to people who just anyone that would like to be on there and have a conversation with, you know, because I always feel like people have something to, to share. Like, you know, there's so many people who I feel like don't get to share what they have. And then I've learned so much for people on here. I'm like, you guys Me too. on these guests <laughs> you you've entered like no you've interviewed some amazing like mind blown I'll be listening to it while I'm falling asleep and I'm like I'm supposed to be falling asleep right now but I'm way too into this podcast oh, I love you so much it's not happening <laughs> I love like, you so much thank you for listening first off and like I'm so glad that you're enjoying it too because like those yeah. the people that I've had on here really like it's been like you said kind of divine timing it'll be like random I'll like maybe just stumble upon their page and I'm like you seem like you have something to talk about and everybody always does like yeah no it's it's an amazing platform honestly and I'm I'm grateful that you had the idea to open this up because it's true some people will never have a chance to share what could potentially you don't know what ears the voice is going to meet yeah. um and I think that's the cool thing about it is that someone could have some really cool stuff, life-changing stuff that could help someone in that moment. Um, and because you've decided to open it up to people, to anyone, um, that's amazing. Amazing. Oh, I appreciate you. And I'm glad that you're on here because I always knew, even though I was talking to a friend that had a star as their profile picture and I didn't know what you looked like <laughs> I knew that we were friends I'm super then, discreet <laughs> no I okay I want to uh, you just kind of brought something up in my head oh love that this is something that I've really been going through recently and I think a lot of people that have known me for years that could always reconnect with me you know via Instagram or via socials I was always like readily available and I was always you know sharing certain things about my life or what I was doing and I've just Mm -hmm. pretty much gone like off grid and I'm like Mm -hmm. so freaking happy I absolutely love not being accessible and I never like allowed myself (laughs) to not be accessible and so I get it like I get not having the profile picture I'm like yes run it like those who know will know and they will, they will come, but mm-hmm. like all the stuff where I used to feel like I had to put myself out there and I am still trying to figure out 
the difference now of what that was, whether it was like <coughs> timing of just yeah. social cues, whatever. Um, but it's been so nice to just be like, yeah. hey, I'm doing me and I can just not put anything up here. Yay. <laughs> yeah, no, I used to, um, oh my God, like I had Facebook and I would post all the right. time in, in 2018, I just had enough, like I was done and I, um, deactivated it. It's still there. Um, you know, like there's certain things that I've checked on because I was looking into like access bar practitioners and I knew it was only on Facebook. So I had to go back on there for that. Um, but like little things that I know, like, like when I first, when I have to go back on, I'm like, what is my password again? Like, I don't even remember what, but you can so easily get stuck and just scrolling and suddenly like, Oh, I wonder what they're into. And I'm like, honestly, this is why I don't have this anymore. Yeah. And Instagram is my only, and honestly, I use it for the angel course. Yeah. At this point, that's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. That's really it. And I just, um, you know, like my friends, my family, um, you know, I've noticed people on Instagram, like who I, people I work with who I know are viewing my page because they'll pop up and like, you may know this person area. And I'm like, okay, I know who you are. And I know you're wondering if this picture, like if this is me and it is me, but you're not going to request me. (laughs) You don't know if it's actually, and it's just this cycle. And I'm like, Oh man, like this is just not healthy in any way, shape, or form. I'm like, okay, solely just doing angel course stuff here, and I'll post something here and there, like a positive quote or you know something from Spotify, and it's usually having to do with you know a mantra that I'm posting in my story. But that's really pretty much it. Like that's a main focus of mine, and everything else just kind of yeah, just it's it's all cloud. It's weird because I think maybe it's coming from like tapping into something, you know, like it's the, the visual that I'm seeing in my reality of like me really clearing up a lot of that headspace that like, yeah, Yeah. I used to consume, excuse me. I used to consume content constantly, like was on there being like, Oh, like what, what else can I pose? Like all that kind of stuff. And I think I finally just tapped into something where I was like, Oh, like, Reality is pretty cool. And I always remember the quote, the devil works in confusion and the devil works in distractions. And I was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly, that's what will do it, honestly. And that's, that's where I'm like, hey, I can be on an app where you can easily get distracted, but I know what my intention is getting on it. Right. Like you're still like, in control of the whole situation. <clears throat> Exactly. Like, um, you know, I'm very, um, yeah, no, it's just, it's solely intention based now. Like I don't scroll. I'm seriously just on here to do what I need to do. You know, like Instagram. Yeah. I do have family. I have friends on here. I'm checking up on you, but, um, at the same time, I'm not liking every post. I'm not, you know, liking every photo. It's just, there's so much more, to life <laughs> yeah. then, because then you get into the whole like comparison thing too like oh yeah. it's like they're having and that is always there that's yeah. always going to be there and it's just that's why like I shut down Facebook and it's yeah. just no it's not healthy and I like I said health is true wealth mm-hmm. <laughs> actually I didn't say that but now I just did um but it's we, felt it. Just, we felt it we felt it <laughs> we felt it coming um And it was, it, no, but it's literally, you know, health is not just physical, it's mental, emotional, spiritual, like there's so many different ways to it. And, um, there was actually before my mom passed away, she was in the middle of writing a little book for me. And there was this quote in the back of it, and it had to do with, um, like basically you're, you're juggling. I don't, I want to say like five balls in life, basically. Mm -hmm. One of them is glass. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. The rest of them are all rubber. Um, you have your health, which is glass. You mm -hmm. have your job, you have, you know, all these other aspects. Um, I wish I could, I should have got the book. I should have gotten the book so I could read it to you, but literally it's just in the realm of everything else will bounce back up. If you drop it, mm -hmm. if your health drops, it's glass and it's shattered. Sometimes it's not always attention. There's not a way that you can get it back. Sometimes you can super glue it, but it's always yeah. going to have cracks. Mm. And I mean, my, my mom was 46 when she passed, she had cancer for almost 15 years. Wow. So it, you know, she wrote it and it's, it stayed with me yeah. clearly. And so that's what, again, to make a full circle, you know, helped push me down the health of making sure that I stay healthy in all these ways, shapes and forms that I possibly can. Um, but no, it's, you know, you want to, I only want to intake now stuff. That's good. I work yeah. so hard to find peace. Yeah. I work I so that. hard to find peace. And you just, once you have a taste of that peace after everything, you don't ever want to lose it in any way, shape or form again. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And that's, it's so worth keeping and it's so worth keeping sacred yeah. um, that even if it means, Hey, you know, I'm missing a family party because I really just need time to be with me or I need rest yeah. to me. That's worth it because my cup then will be poured into yeah. it will runneth over so that I can attend the next party where I'm going to be even better for you. Yeah. So your, your intention matters. And that's yeah. why going back again, the mental health and emotional health aspect of social media yeah. can really play a part. And that's why you just have to know how much to intake and yeah. what isn't worth. It. I think it's really honestly smart of you to go the route that you're going and you're finding like, wow, just living life is Amaze balls, like it's just out there, and it's that's my Jennifer Coolidge. Like I love it, I love it. No, but it's just it's you're out there, and it's just like oh man, I can see how these things just they take up time. Yeah, and time is so precious. Yeah, I think so it's precious. I think it's coming from the fact that I live in LA too. So you're surrounded mm. by you know for the last however many years that this has been going around, it's like it's just been prevalent in everybody's life and as prevalent in mine and you think like oh well if I show my work here and then I'm also an artist so it's like I gotta show my work here you gotta show this here you gotta keep up with it content 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 whatever it may be you know I'm just speaking for everybody here yeah but um Truth. you know looking at everybody like stop living in the real world and like the world that's more important to them becomes the phone and that was me for a while and I was mm. lucky to catch myself and be like whoa there Sally um you're focused on maybe the wrong world right now and then yes. you know personally like I don't want to shame anybody who like you know enjoys their yeah. own world that they've created but yeah <clears throat> it was just like a huge um moment for me to be like I like I and I'm gonna tie this into what you said which I think really just gave me a lot of clarity on how I can say this now is that when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply everything is intentional now in my life. And so when I don't find an intention behind doing something, that's why my brain's it. like, yeah, what are you doing? There's no intention yeah. here. And so I love that you said that, that just put all the puzzle pieces together. Thank you very much, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> do you know why I do this show now? And I, it's because- and I do. It's because it's literally whatever I'm thinking, and I've said this on so many episodes, oh God. Um, whatever I'm thinking at the moment, whoever comes mm. on helps clarify a recent thought of mine because I'm not the best at explaining my emotions. Um, 
but everybody always helps and I love it. And so I'm like, so great. It's because, it's because, it's because we're Polish, Alex. Like I said, two degrees, know, two degree difference. We're Polish cousins from, well, what did you say? You're from Krakow and I'm from Warsaw. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. the other night. So, I mean, Wait, that's there. Did I tell you, I don't, I don't know if I spilled the beans on this, but I did tell you I was going to have a Polish story to tell you um, on the podcast. And so I don't think I actually said what it was, but oh, I'll no, say it now. Because then you were like, oh, wait, let's talk about this on the podcast. And so we, yeah, we would have gone into stuff. Okay. <laughs> we can, we can. I'm ready. We we can end on this because this one I think I, I was wanting to save this one for you on here. Um, Ooh. but you were asking me about you know is am I first gen, um, or were my parents first gen? And um, so my grandparents they moved from Poland to Chicago had my dad. Um, but I found out through I believe it was my sister. She did like a deep dive on ancestry to find more information about our family because we really didn't know that much my my grandparents passed before I was born and so I really didn't know too much info I found out and we I did tell you that my family comes from a lineage of butchers Mm -hmm. Um, but my great-grandfather was murdered by the Polish cops on his way to get a cow (laughs) (laughs) so I don't know whether to I am sorry but that no, is... thank you. <laughs> I'm like, wait. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That why were you not allowed? Was it against the law to do that as a butcher? No, I so this is what I really want to learn, and I just don't have any more info. But apparently, you know, uh, something that has not changed in many years is that the Polish um cops are, you know, they haven't really ever been uh non-corrupt and so apparently Mm -hmm. because he had enough money on him to go get the cow they like stopped him were asking why he was walking through a certain area and he's like oh i'm trying to get a cow from my butcher shop and they noticed like the stack of cash that he had and the cops murdered him and stole his money i think maybe they (gasps) weren't intentionally trying to murder him but they like beat him up to take his cash but then he died so oh my word yeah. Wow. Isn't that, that wild? Is, that is just something that I am trying to wrap my head around right now. Right? It's really <laughs> like, weird yeah. to like find out that a family member was murdered. That happened to them. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that is just, you wouldn't have thought something like that. I mean, right? you were going, you were doing your job. Right? But, but I want to know more so info. Sad. Like, I can't remember how my sister found this out. <laughs> like, So what we need to do is become actresses and go on that show, find your whatever. Oh, it is. we is have to be celebrities. On the TLC. <laughs> and we need to um, become really popular. And then we get to be on that show. And then they're going to find the paperwork from your grandfather's right. passing. Right. Or, yeah. yeah. And then... That's what we got to do. So, um, that's the plan. We'll, we'll have, yeah, we're going to become super popular. We're going to become super popular with our non profiles, and everybody will know our name because we don't even want to be accessible. Yep. And if, the, and if they are mean to us, we'll just throw raindrop therapy and flower essences in their face from there. We yep, go. That's, I love this plan. plan. And we'll Um, have, we'll have the, we'll eventually have a shop of baked goods. um, Mm -hmm. My bread specifically from my side of the family. Yeah. Duh. Sandwich shop. Duh. Sandwich shop. What am I talking about? Sandwich shop. Yeah. There we go. (laughs) We're just going off the deep end right now. Sorry to anybody who's still listening. (laughs) I love it. Oh, this is so <laughs> me. I love it. It's like talking to a twin. <laughs> oh, we are Great. cousins. So we fine. are. We're cousins. Oh, so it's totally fine. No, yeah. that's I mean, that's I'm fine. so sorry to hear about your grandfather in that aspect. I but appreciate it. I mean, everyone, I mean, yeah, in Poland, people went through rough stuff. Like I yeah. told you the other night, I had family members 
in the concentration camps that passed away. So it's, um, no, either way, it's like, I think that's why we're so, I think that's why people, when we realize we're Polish too, like, we're just like, yeah, <laughs> <found> my people, <laughs> yeah, you know, in a way you just realize like the freedom we have now to be able to do what our great grandparents or our grandparents couldn't. And we don't take it for granted in any way, shape or form. And you have multiple avenues of creativity that you do. And I'm just always into healing and, Hey, how do I help my lineage (laughs) aspect? So it's like in the, in the long run, it all comes full, full circle, you know, yet again. Um, but yeah, no. And have you noticed because of the Polish gene, we mm-hmm. all have a sense of humor that I feel like is the ancestral thing because we have gone through so much or it's just been that running joke where it's like the hated country of Europe. So like mm-hmm. anytime I meet any Polish person, any Polish person, they're making jokes or they're like poking fun or there's some sort of laughter going on. And when I found out that Theo Vaughn was half Polish, do you know how I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I knew it. I knew it. Because we're this, weird. It's the it's in the genes. We're it's it's weird. We're it's in the genes. And we just also know that we don't take life too seriously because yes. how quickly things can change. And yeah. it's just not we're, like we can get made fun of all the time. Unfortunately, you know, and there's that cares. wonderful no, there's that stupid like, name that right. And there's that stupid name that people can use against us, you know, um, the P-O-L-A-C-K-1. And it's just kind of like, it's, did I just spell Pollock or Pollock? Because that's the one that I meant to spell. Okay, well, if not, I think, Well, (laughs) we're just proving it right now. (laughs) But the point is, it's just that, you know, we can be made fun of a lot. And it's just like, you know what, life is way too short to be so serious or take anything too seriously that we do just have this automatic natural sense of humor I mean my family we laugh too much but no sometimes not enough and that's what's needed I mean laughter is the best medicine so why the heck do not go that route (laughs) I agree Oh, oh man, I love this so much. <sighs> I know I just had to sigh it out too because I was like, "Wow, you get it." <laughs> it's really uh, evident. I totally, no, I totally do. It's it's just something that you're born with. <laughs> yeah, maybe she's born with it. Maybe maybe it's Maybelline. A- Hold what? <laughs> I said maybe it's Maybelline, and you're like. Maybe she's a Polak. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> anyways, they're going off on tangents here, but they're great. They're great tangents. People no. should learn to laugh just as jovially as we are today. I agree. I agree. I think mm-hmm. that there's a lot of like, you know, I think that's again, that's a great reminder. Is I felt like I felt like however many years ago I used to just laugh so much more, and I just mm-hmm. haven't laughed as much recently yeah. I've been really happy like don't get me wrong but like you know when you're just like belly laughing all the time and like people were together like telling jokes like life got really serious over the last few years and like it's time to belly laugh again like mm-hmm. you know? no that's that's so true I laugh with my grandma all the time I mean she's 86 and Love I it. see her every weekend and uh no I mean it's just um the conversations we have I mean, there's an exactly a 50 year age difference and she's 86, but she's so young at heart, like her, her laughter. And we, we came up, she went to the senior center recently and she got um, a puzzle, you know, just like a 300 piece puzzle. Cause we'll do those on the weekend sometimes. Aww. And it said inside is a surprise. And so and it showed a little picture of like this guy, this bigger guy with a beer belly with a speedo on, on a beach. And we're like, okay, well, we don't know what this random picture is on this, um, you know, this box. And then we open it and it says trick puzzle. And it's the actual, what we're putting together is the photo of the guy in the speedo, not the <laughs> picture that's on the box. 
And her and I just started dying. Like she had to hold onto a table because she's like, oh, well, this is my birthday present because it was her birthday. And we were just dying laughing because I'm like, this is sick, first of all. But then on top of it, I'm like, this is awkward. And why is this happening? And she's just standing there, her 86 year old self, just cracking up and just cannot stop <laughs> laughing. And I just was like, this is why this is, <laughs> this is the relationship that we have. Wonderful grandmother, granddaughter relationship. Those but are the best. Those are. And I, it's so true. We, um, as a society, I think we just need to laugh more anyways, but there's so much out there that feeds you into not laughing hard. And yeah. it's also yet again, needing to separate and just like, just watch videos on YouTube of funny stuff. If it'll make you belly laugh, who cares what you need to watch? Just watch. Yeah. I love you know, that. I love or that. Do it. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Well, Lauren, we have hit our hour mark, but I could talk to you forever. So you can come on back here when you want to talk about anything else that you might be feeling. Um, Lauren, cool. I almost called you Lauren Prozac. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can Lauren Rozak. You can Lauren Rozak. The Prozac. No, I honestly, I mean, that, my intention. <laughs> so intentional. But no, I mean, you know, it's just too um, be that Prozac pill in a way, because there's <laughs> so much to people, you know, without like the I talk side to people effects. for a living without with, the side yeah, effects. with, without the side effects, I'm a natural form of Prozac for people. I, I love it. Pref- you know, that's the, what my goal is. In life. <laughs> so. so if people, cause I know we both are talking about staying off grid, but mm. if anybody has like a, you know, a situation where they're maybe dealing with lupus or they're wanting to heal something like would you be willing to have anybody who's listening reach out to you and if so where can they find you um oh. and yeah yeah I'm really literally just on Instagram um at Lauren Rozak and that is my handle literally yeah. um I like a, yeah I'm pretty like I said I'm pretty introverted if I'm comfortable then I'll be more extroverted but no I'm totally happy to help if you know whether people want to chat about that or just anything that I mentioned um you know feel free I'm an open book pretty much so I love that chill Lauren (laughs) I love you I think this was an amazing you know it was kind of like an all-encompassing conversation which I appreciate all the time and I think I have said it twice now in this episode but um I it was very healing for me and you clarified a lot of stuff so I appreciate you intention (laughs) intention I I think that I I mean I prayed over us before we even went in today and I was like (laughs) let's just like have fun. Like, you know, let's be guided to have a really cool conversation and, you know, we'll just go from there and whatever is meant to come out of our mouths came out of our mouths today. You know, love that. I love that. And everybody, thank you for listening to another episode of the flip side podcast today. We had Lauren Rozak, not Prozac, but she will make you happy. And I hope this hour made you happy. And we love you guys. So thanks again for listening. And we will catch you back on the flip side. Bye.